<laughs> hey everybody, uh, welcome back to Here's a Thing, the podcast where we tell you a thing about a thing. My name's Tyler. What are you doing, man? Uh, am I supposed to take... I don't... Uh, we Come on, protect- Josh, introduce yourself. <clears throat> hey, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys could tell by my sweet, sultry voice. This is Joshua. <laughs> Just came back from my honeymoon. And I'm about to go into some serious detail for you guys. Are you ready? Can we do, can we please do an entire podcast one of these days where we impersonate each other? <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. Uh, I wasn't really sure what to do to impersonate you, sure. actually. That was just kind of off the cuff. <laughs> Maybe a listener poll. I'm kind of insulted. You sounded like Krusty the Crab from The Simpsons. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what I was doing necessarily. I don't know how to impersonate I'm, you. I've never really tried. <laughs> it was just the first thing that came out. <laughs> I, I just was so unprepared. <laughs> we were just talking about how we haven't podcasted in so long. and yeah. Or not just the two of us, anyways. And we were just kind of nervous to come back in, and then you did that. I've been planning that, Tyler, for like weeks. I was actually planning that Uh, before we recorded the last podcast. Before the last podcast, like, yeah, like, are you serious? When, like, I did a couple with Cecilia, so I never got to do it. But like, I had been planning it like since back then, and I just never got to do it. Um, so I decided I'd do it on this one. I just wanted to see what you'd do. Well, there I got gotcha. you. There it is. That was, that um, was candid. I don't really know what I expected out of that. Gosh, I just... we, have s- we have so many things. To yeah, get we do. Into. First, I like when like no, nothing <laughs> predetermined, but we I, like we both know that we have so many things. It's well, first be such of all, um, we should say that this is getting recorded two weeks after the last episode was recorded. Yeah, this is getting interesting. We're kind of um, oh, let me say one thing too. My uh, oh yeah, I, I hopefully my audio. I'm just gonna give the disclaimer. I shouldn't, but I'm going to. My my audio maybe if it's a little bit off this week. I'm going a different route. Uh, while I I've got I've got to change some things. Tyler's purposefully so going a shittier route just to see hopefully what happens. Okay. Tyler just wants to see um, if it's gonna affect our numbers at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little experiment. Well, for the record, I did ask Josh what he thought about um, just uploading one episode this week because we've actually got. Yeah. Uh, well, you already know because we've already <clears throat> uploaded that one. It's already been out for, for a little <laughs> bit now. Um, anyways, the point is for the sake of for the sake of getting all the listeners more content. Here we are. Yeah. With my. Uh, temporary shitty solution okay so i had it that was my <clears throat> the one i have to give the had to give the disclaimer just in case someone is an audio snob fucking audio files thought they were reaching for the dial but now i i disclaimed now i disclaimed it and they're like oh he's fine he's okay he's yeah fine. now they're now they're back on our side um i that was always my goal is to draw people to our side and sometimes not though sometimes i want to piss people off I mean, we all do sometimes. I want to piss them off just enough to be able to draw them back in. Just like right now, if you're wearing a red shirt, fuck you, stop listening to our podcast. Get out of here. Seriously. See, I just pissed off everybody that's wearing a red oh, wait, shirt. But listen, I happen to like Hopefully. red shirts. If you're wearing a red shirt, guys, look, I, I think it's fine. It's not, I mean, it's not, well, you know what? It's no blue shirt. 
Tyler say can say you can stay, but I just I'm telling you right, you can stay. Whatever. If Tyler's asking you to stay, you can stay. I'm just telling you right now, I don't want you here. But Tyler does, I guess. Yeah. So that's fine. Okay, that took a. Wi- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the thing we were talking about the first? I don't even know. Oh. It was important. I was talking about I was I was talking about how we're manipulating the space time continuum. Oh, right okay. Now. So I feel like we're how I met your mothering, kind of, <clears throat> right? A little bit, only right. because it's the thing where we are like there's already an existing, like there's already existing space and time that has not been presented right. to the listeners. However, as of the time they're listening to this, it has. So we've right. got to work around. We've got to. We don't have to actually do anything because it's going to take I was going to say, I'm not, I, yeah. However, I think we should, I, I, think I can't we should keep track say of this. That. I think this actually, this actually is really important. If you're listening to this and you have not listened to the last episode, you're probably going to probably do that only to fill in the gaps because, right. Uh, the last episode is, uh, different because as you see at this point, we've got multiple guests and it's a whole lot of fun, but we do give a lot of insight in the last episode yeah. as to uh, where we are, which happened to be, uh, I think, two days before your wedding day. Yeah, the, it was the Friday night before the Sunday that Cecilia and I got married. Guys, I'm married. That's, as of right now, let's get in, I'm fucking married. Let's get into that because that's... I'm like super married. I, like This isn't just podcast hype. I got on here with Josh and said, I can't wrap my head around the fact that you are a married man i'm still trying to wrap my head around it myself for some like cecilia being a married woman makes more sense to me i don't know why i think because i've known you for i think i don't know how to feel about that here's the thing because i well i've only ever known her with you i think this is why that's true but i've only i've known you for like seven years out you know in different way like outside of right you know i don't know it's a weird it's a weird thought man it's It's a great i'll tell you i'm really happy it's just there are times that I feel completely different and there are times that I don't feel different at all. And I don't know which is better or if one is better, but yeah, I, it is, it's hard to get used to saying my wife and it's hard to get used to hearing her say my husband, my wife. And it's already like my life. I was, I was doing that like the whole way to (laughs) Greece. I don't know what it's from other than them doing that. It's Borat. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's from Borat. Okay, okay. My wife. Yeah, I had a feeling. Very it was, nice. It sounded very Borat-y, but, and then when he yeah. did the thing, when he, when, uh, anyways, yeah, it, okay. So. That was for us. Um, <laughs> it's. Sorry, <laughs> no listeners. Yeah, all right, listeners, come back in. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird to get used to. So, <laughs> we are manipulating the space-time continuum because the last episode, which was probably released Spoiler alert, guys, it hasn't been released as of recording this episode, but it will be released before this episode is released. So probably like a day or two before this episode is released. Uh, That episode was actually recorded two weeks ago as of this recording-ish, a little more than two weeks ago. Um, Cecilia and I got married exactly two weeks ago on a Sunday, two weeks ago. Mm. Uh, And since then, Cecilia uh, has... Um, said she does not want to be married to me anymore. Mm. And so we are getting an annulment. So this is the, we have the pre-marriage and uh, post-marriage covered. <laughs> no, 
I was I was actually not going that direction with that sentence at all. I don't I don't know why I said Cecilia, but then once Cecilia came out of my mouth, I decided to go ahead and make a joke out of it. So what I'm trying to say is the first episode was recorded two weeks ago before uh, we got married at the bachelor party. This episode is being recorded two weeks later uh, after Cecilia and I have come back from our honeymoon um, and things are still great. So that's what we all like to hear. Um, yeah. You know, man, <coughs> I gotta say it has been a long two weeks in my opinion. Now, that's just me coming back to normal life after a fantastic weekend in Chicago at your wedding. Tell mm-hmm. me, uh, fill us in on, and we're going to backpedal. So let's, if you're good with this, I think this would be fun. We should start now and work our way back to the end of work the, our way back, work our way back to the end oh! of the last podcast. All right. I like that. Is that, is that cool? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so we're going to start, you we're going to start me, from, you usually say, tell me about your week. Except mm-hmm. in this edition, it's going to take a lot longer because you had kind of a over-the-top week. A little bit. It's been a little bit more eventful than most of my weeks ever in my life. Mm. So, <clears throat> um, all right. So as of this recording right now, it is Sunday, June 11th. Um, and Cecilia and I have been back from our honeymoon uh, since late June 8th. Also, let me so, just say real quick, just there's already a couple Kardashian marriages you've already outlasted, so congratulations. I wanted to throw that out there for you real quick. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Honestly, we just we really wanted to just make it past like Kardashian annulment. Yeah. You know, time periods. Well, it's so been, it's been we two feel, weeks, so you are there, my friend. We feel that we are a success <laughs> already. Didn't Britney Spears have a super short marriage too? At yeah, some point? she had a thing with that dude. That uh, was like Kevin, a couple days. Kevin uh, Federer. Y'all have Federer. Never, Federer? Never really had his line. Federer line? Yeah, that's the one. Never really had it. Yeah. Uh, okay, I cut you off. So June 8th. No, it's okay. All right. So we got back June 8th. Um, so like in, to work backwards, I need to work forwards from sure, June 8th yeah. for a second. Yeah. Man, this, this is, is really, getting super how I met this, your mind. I was going to say, this is so how I met your mind. I love it. <laughs> so we got back um, from our honeymoon June 8th. Honeymoon was great. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, getting back from the honeymoon was a fucking shit show. <laughs> it was horrible. All right. So we landed at Chicago O'Hare at like what? 4.30 in the afternoon. Four o'clock in the afternoon, super early in the afternoon, like still plenty of time to like go home and relax after taking a 10 hour international flight, 11, however long it was. So yeah, 14 total with the layover. So we get in and like you have to go through because we're flying internationally, like we have to go through customs in order to get to our luggage in order to get out of the airport. So I'm going through customs and, you know, they like they scan your passport like as you're coming in. And so the guy scans my passport and he goes, you have, you have a common name. You have to come with me. Oh no. And I, I didn't feel like I understood. I didn't understand. I, cause I like, I'm not expecting him to say you have a common name. I don't <laughs> what. So I leaned, like I leaned forward a little bit and I was like, say it again. Like, what did you just say? And he goes, you have a common name. You have to come with me. And I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. Like, 
am I going to a room with other people with common names and we're going to have a party? Like, you what, go in a room what do you mean? Like, hey, Josh, I'm Josh. Oh, that's Josh over there. Hey, <laughs> what's up? All of us are Josh Owens. Ah. <laughs> we're going to have a party or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going <laughs> on at this point. Like, I reached for says, my passport. Big banner on the wall that says, Welcome, Josh. <laughs> Welcome, Josh Owens. Uh, welcome, welcome, Josh Owens is <laughs> plural. Little pot. So, like, I, I reached to get my passport back from this guy, and he was like, no, I have to hold on to this. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh okay, what is, what is happening? So, like, he takes me into this room. It's like a little detention room uh, that's, like, it's built into the international section of the airport. It's where they detain anybody that they're, like, looking into before they let them into the country. Well, I'm not expecting this. I'm a U.S. citizen. Like, the only other time I've flown internationally was when I flew to Mexico in high school. So, like, it like there's really nothing about me that could be suspicious. I like I live a very boring life. <laughs> like, no, I don't no. understand I'm, what's uh, happening. I'm American, so you don't have to do all this. <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'm white. <laughs> no, I was, so I'm white. I was everything's born fine in America, so everything's good. Yeah, I'm I'm actually just super Midwestern. Everything is totally <laughs> fine. Super like kosher with me. Twenty miles from where I live, just corn. I eat ketchup on all of my hot dogs, so <laughs> we're good. Yeah, you got to be careful what you say, man. I was in. We I know. In I'm Chicago, in Chicago. It reminded me that people <laughs> will fight you if you try to put ketchup on a hot dog. Oh, people fucking hate it, that's and the, I'll do it all day long, and I'll weirdest, say it. That's the weirdest thing, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I have a hard time putting ketchup on a brat. But oh, sure. I'll put ketchup need, on yeah, a hot mustard dog on, or uh, brown mustard on a brat. But uh, yeah, exactly. Dude, I, it's like it's so funny how like anything else it's just your opinion like if you like if you don't like that that's fine don't eat it that way but if i like it i like i eat a lot of weird shit and yeah to ha- there's actual oh, have- signs in restaurants that say no ketchup allowed or whatever yep. it's ridiculous yep. anyways or we we don't serve ketchup yeah it's so crazy okay sorry I have I have a story about eating what i like too and being judged for it but we'll oh, we'll man. get there we're yeah, on okay. our way there so, all right. You just so how I met I your mother me again because you did the ah! you did a little teaser and said, but more on that. Yeah, later. I teased you. Oh, yeah, it was good. So, all right. So they take me into this room, <clears throat> and the demographics in this room, Tyler. I was one of like two white guys in this room. Everybody, this I'm not saying that because like I'm like oh, I'm white, so I shouldn't be you know like I shouldn't be inconvenienced ever. I'm saying that because it's so fucking blatantly obvious. Like, none of these stops are random. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure why they stopped me, so that maybe that's random. Or maybe I was just, like, the token white guy that had to stop to make all the other people they were stopping okay. But, like, it's so fucking blatantly obvious how racist the whole screening process is. Like, everybody in that room, other than me and, like, one other guy who was Russian, were Middle Eastern, Asian, or just, like, very dark-skinned. Like, Indian or black or whatever. So, like... Already, I'm like, oh, oh, you guys definitely profile. Like, that's definitely a thing. Jeez. So, like, I sat down, and they don't tell you why you're in there. Like, the whole you have a common name thing is absolutely bullshit. It's just a thing the guy said to so that I wouldn't bolt when he was like, you have to come to this room. So, they still have my passport. I have no idea what's going on. And, like, Cecilia's waiting with me. So we're just sitting in this room, sitting in this room, sitting in this room, and we're seeing like people come in and like nobody knows why they're in there. The guy behind us said he was he had been in there for five hours. He had already missed his connecting flight to somewhere else. Uh, another lady had been in there for a couple hours already. She was asking about it because she was about to miss their her connecting flight. And they were saying something like they'd book another flight for them or something because they knew they were in here or something like that. I, who knows? But 
like people are getting like understandably agitated sure there was like a, a an entire family like an entire middle eastern family like a mom and all of her like four or five kids that got dragged into this room at one point like fucking stupid anyway so i'm sitting there sitting there sitting there and like there's no information you just have to sit and wait for them to call your name and if you get too agitated like you're just gonna make it worse for yourself right so i'm sitting there like eventually like we were in there for two hours before Dude, i knew insane. anything insane and I, then you didn't tell me like are you saving this for the podcast i mean that's just yeah this is this is intense so never really told me why I got pulled aside. Just handed me my passport back and sent me on my way. Okay. So like already I fucking hate America again. Like I'm back. <laughs> I've been back for two hours and I'm like, I, I hate it here. I don't want to be here. So then we get out into like the luggage carousel area. And so like we've been in there so long that our luggage has been on the carousel and like everyone else on our flight has gotten their luggage and gone by now. So we're just like looking for our luggage, which has been like set off to the side because the carousel is not running anymore. So Cecilia got her bag right away. And next to her bag was another suitcase that looked similar to mine, but was not mine. And like not similar enough to where like as we were walking up before we even got to the luggage, I knew that it wasn't my suitcase. So it was like. My suitcase is like a big black soft shell suitcase, but this suitcase was different enough. Like it was also a black soft shell suitcase, but it was different enough looking that I knew it wasn't mine before we got to it. So I'm like, oh, I wonder where my suitcase is. So we're walking all over the luggage area. My suitcase is nowhere. Like <coughs> which, it's nowhere. So which let me say for the listeners that are not familiar with O'Hare International Airport, that the luggage area is the size of some airports. It's huge. It's fucking huge. <laughs> that experience and itself like, had to be super stressful. Yeah. So we're and we walked the whole length, like all of the carousels. We walked all oh of my them gosh. because we knew which carousel, like we were guessing which carousel our luggage had come out on because Cecilia's suitcase was sitting right next to it. Right. But um, anyway, so we walked up and down the whole length of it, like in between every one. My suitcase is nowhere to be found. So at this point, I'm assuming some fucking idiot asshole grabbed my suitcase thinking it was his and left his suitcase at the airport. And so that suitcase that was sitting next to hers that looked sort of similar to mine, but not really was that person's and they grabbed mine by mistake. So now I don't have like, and it's, it's my suitcase. Like it's my big suitcase. All I have is like my duffel bag with like a couple things in it. My suitcase had everything Mm. in it. My suitcase had, my wedding tux, it had my wedding shoes, it had my Converse, it had my belt, it had like a steamer and a blow dryer and like a bunch of my clothes, some of Cecilia's clothes, like a ton of souvenirs that we bought, this really good Greek liquor uh, that I bought, which I'll also get to, um, like it had a ton of stuff in it. So we went to the counter and like I told the guy what happened, like my suitcase is gone. So he filed a, ca- a claim, he said like, he was also assuming because it had been scanned into Chicago. He said he was also assuming that somebody grabbed it. My mistake. So like they took down my information. They have my address. So they're going to ship it to me if it turns up, but it is now Sunday. That was Thursday evening. It's now Sunday and my bag still hasn't turned up. So who knows? See, I didn't know the ending to that. All I knew is when the bag, when you initially lost a suitcase. So 
So now what do we think? That somebody just straight up stole your suitcase? I don't I don't necessarily think somebody stole it on purpose, but if it doesn't get returned, that just means somebody took it by mistake and was too lazy to do anything about it after that. No, man. That would just be So I'm like really the the only explanation for it not getting returned is laziness because like I was like I was talking to Cecilia, what are the chances that whoever grabbed my suitcase is a a male and b exactly my size? and would like benefit from keeping all of my stuff like the chances of that are minuscule that's ridiculous. so if it doesn't Man. get returned it, but like even, and there even, there was nothing super valuable in there like it was just it's clothes and like souvenirs so if it doesn't if get returned made the mistake of grabbing the wrong suitcase even if they i mean i don't care man even if they traveled 10 hours got to where they were going and did not make it priority one to get that back to the person it belonged to. I mean, yeah, I, I just, that's a notch down on the, that's a rung down on the ladder of humanity. Yep. In my opinion. And I was just, I was just talking a couple of episodes ago about how <clears throat> much faith I've lost in humanity I know, man. and, and then this, the whole experience then landing in America is like, it's confirmed everything I was already thinking anyway. So man. my bag still hasn't turned up. So if it doesn't get returned at this point, it's, it really is just pure laziness on whoever's part that took it. Cause you could take it to any airport, like any United terminal and any airport, tell them what happened. They have my information and they could return it to me. Yeah. The tag is still on it. So Jeez. I'm like, I've got my fingers crossed that it'll still turn up. Like I was just on the phone with them earlier today. Um, and they're still looking for it. Like I had to give a description of like a bunch of items that were in the bag, which was also irritating because I wasn't speaking to an American. I was speaking to some person in India who could barely speak English. And I, I started off describing my shoes as blue Converse sneakers. (laughs) She couldn't understand that. So then I just said blue sneakers and she still couldn't understand that. So then I just had to say blue shoes and she finally got it. Um, so it's just been an irritating process. On the upside, apparently our credit card has some like delayed bag insurance. Um and United is also compensating me for the delay in getting my bag. So like I'm I'm getting some money out of it, but like I was telling you earlier, like I don't the val- like I don't care about the money. I don't want money for it. I just want my bag back. Sure. Like it's like it's got the tux I got married in in the bag and like the shoes I got married in and like the shoes I wore when we like at the, re- we're at the reception and like played music yeah. and stuff like, and all the, like all the souvenirs and stuff like that. So I don't like, I don't care how much that stuff is worth. It's, it's really like, if I'm honest, it's not worth what we've already been compensated for. It's not worth even that much, but like, I would much rather just have the bag back and not like all the compensation from everybody. Sure. But, so that's still up in the air. I, I may have an update the next time we podcast. If, if you get it back, how does Who that knows? work with the compensation? Do they ask you for money back at all? No, we still get to keep it because wow. like the compensation that we've gotten so far is just because the bag is delayed. Oh, wow. If, if the bag is considered a total loss, then that's a whole other thing. Um, and there's compensation involved in that too. But like right now, the compensation we're getting is just because it's delayed. But like, if you think about it, like a lot of my clothes were in that bag. So like I legitimately was going to have to buy some like pants and shirts anyway. Oh sure. Yeah. But you know, like if, if you're without your bag with like a bunch of your clothes in it, like you're going to have to buy some necessary items anyway. So that's like, that's the idea behind that. You got to buy a bag. 
yeah, you, and you have to buy new luggage because uh, the whole luggage is gone. Don't they have uh, don't they have security cameras and stuff rolling though? Is that is they that do? But like, it's just even impossible. if they it didn't come up. But even if they saw somebody grab it, all it would confirm is that somebody grabbed it, which is what we're already assuming. Right. It well, wouldn't I mean, tell well, them I mean, who like, grabbed it or where it I went. I guess I'm too far in the future. Like I'm, I watch too much TV because mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Like, if it was like Minority Report situation, yeah, like we'd, we'd know exactly where it was. And then do send a drone. <coughs> the drone automatically knows from the facial recognition where to fly to get your bag. Yeah, would, that would be <laughs> wonderful. Uh, I don't doubt that our government is oh, there sure. technologically, but, probably but not United yet, is not, not there. The yeah. So that's where we're at. Um, mm. Some asshole has my bag. Uh, and hey, still if you're listening it. right now. If you're listening and you're the person that grabbed a wrong bag at an airport, first of all, fuck you. The suitcases don't look that much alike. I knew right away that the suitcase sitting there was not mine. So you're a fucking idiot. Second of all, give it the fuck back right now. Uh, look, also, I just want to say, man, um, look, any, we all make mistakes, okay? Josh is a, he's no. a good guy. You know what? I'm not going to let you make this okay for this person. I'm <laughs> it's, angry. It's not I'm like, angry at this person. So it's not like the And red you shirt. can't make this okay. It's not like no. the red shirt situation. This is, no, it's okay. not. I'm not going to let you make it okay for that person. People with red shirts, whatever. You can come on back. I don't care anymore. Whoever took my luggage, no. Okay. You are a fucking moron. Okay. I don't know. I don't the understand how you I'm grab not... somebody else's luggage at the airport in the fucking first place. How do you how do you not know if your bag looks that common? How do you not just check the fucking tag? There's a name on it. Dude, I it's definitely interesting, man. I don't understand. I don't know. Anyway, I don't understand either. But it, it Maybe it maybe it was a guy that's like my size and he's like, "Oh, this shit's better than mine anyway. I'll just keep this." Think, well, then he would have like you think he just opened like Put it down, unzipped it, took a peek. Like, no, I'm saying like once he got home. Oh, you're saying because like, still like so he took it by this mistake. This is Thursday night. Took it it by still mis- hasn't been returned. Took it by mistake, got home and realized. Maybe, well, you said you had some Grecian liquor in there. Maybe he got like he just, there was. He maybe he just yeah. he just downed it and he still passed out. <laughs> oh, he's gonna. Come, <laughs> he hasn't woken up yet. He's gonna come too and then just mail you everything back. Man, I, mean, I don't know. I he'll send, like he'll send you an IOU on the on the liquor. Look. I I'd be I'd be like sort of disappointed if the liquor wasn't in there anymore, but like fucking take it. I don't care. Take the souvenirs if you must. Like I those wouldn't be valuable to anybody either. But like I just I want like I want my stuff back. Like it's it's important anyway. No, yeah, I get it, man. I feel like I spent too long on that, but like that was upsetting. The whole like arrival process was upsetting. The whole honeymoon. Well, the good news is this. So the good news is this. I knew that was going to be a big part of the story, and we're working backwards, so we got that out of the way. Everything from here on out is going to be great. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah. I can't speak for your honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm it already is. excited All to right. talk about the wedding. So let's take some okay. time and talk about Greece. Greece, dude. Like, I feel like, listen, I you know I love Richmond. And I said this to you the first time I visited Richmond and left. I've never felt homesick for a place that I didn't live. And, like, I, I was homesick for Richmond when I left after my first visit. Oh, like, I makes, love Richmond. That makes me so happy. Richmond's the best. I love that I'm, area. I'm not even going to, like, I'm not even going to. I just, you're, you should feel that way because it gets no better. It's really great. If like, you're people are you nice. Don't live in Richmond, it's a beautiful area. Just pack your bags and move here. 
Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. But I would I recommend agree. carry on everything because stuff gets stolen these days. Yeah, don't let your bags out of your sight because <laughs> some dummy will take it. Um, so I love you know I love Richmond, but I, I feel like I was made for the Greek lifestyle, and I like I don't want to sound like that asshole that's coming back from his honeymoon that's like, oh my god, it was amazing, everything here is worse than where I was on my honeymoon. Like I legitimately feel, and like Cecilia and I talked about this a few times. Like I was made. I was made to live in a place like that. Mm, that's cool. 100%. So like the, the people are wonderful. Like everybody's so laid back and so nice and so genuinely helpful. Like somebody, like there was a guy when we landed at one of the airports, which airport was it that the guy was like, are you looking for taxis or what? Are, what did he say? Yeah. But he pointed us to like taxis, right? Because, okay, so we landed. when The first day we got there, like, we landed in Athens, and we didn't know where to go for, like, a taxi. We needed a taxi. So we obviously looked a little bit lost, and a guy just, like, volunteered information. He was like, you guys need a taxi? Like, do you need a ride or something? And we were like, yeah. And he goes, oh, right down there. And he, like, pointed us to the taxi stand, like, that was, like, down, like, a few hundred feet. But, like, we didn't, we didn't even ask. We just looked a little bit lost. And he was like, oh, let me help you guys out. And then he, like, walked us to... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, like, walked us to a taxi driver and was like, here you go, and, like, was joking around with the taxi driver and us before we took off, like, super nice. We were in Athens, like, walking around, like, doing all the sightseeing, like, tourist stuff, and <laughs> Cecilia got pooped on by a bird, oh, like, man. landed right on her arm. A Greek bird. Like, a Greek poopy bird. But look, birds are nasty everywhere, including Greece. Um so a bird pooped on Cecilia, like right on her arm, just big old, like fluidy white bird turd on her <laughs> oh, arm. No. And so she's like freaking out. And I'm like, I don't have like any Kleenex or anything on me. Like we, we don't have any way to like clean this off. And we're just on like the streets of Athens. And we happen to be like walking around a corner and there was like an old man standing there, uh, like just smoking a cigarette or something. And he saw what happened and like Cecilia's reaction and he was like, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. And, like, stopped us and, like, grabbed a, a just a Kleenex, right? He grabbed a Kleenex out of his pocket and handed it to us so she could wipe the poop off her arm. Huh. And then he was like, have a nice day. And, like, oh my gosh. we walked away. Like, magical. just two examples of, like, I love the people just there. Good, I love the people there so human much. human beings. Nice doing what people. what humans should always be doing for one another. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the only assholes we ran into the whole time were Americans. <laughs> that's not even, that's not even like, I'm not lying. That's not an exaggeration. That's 100% true. The only assholes we ran into were from America. Oh man. That were being tourists. So at, so, okay. So if we're working backwards where we were right before, uh, we arrived was Santorini. No, sorry. We spent one more night in, in Athens before we headed back, but we like so we visited um Corinth that's great uh the Corinth of the Bible yeah which is cool that's awesome um i just looked at myself in the screen here and i look creepy cuz like when we started it was really bright in here and now the sun's <laughs> now gone down a little bit and so it's floating. all dark and it's just my face being lit by my laptop screen <laughs> like, um, it is you look you know what you look <laughs> like uh zordon from the power rangers just the floating yeah. head <laughs> is exactly what you look dude like. speaking of which like when I was introducing our band at the reception, 
I meant to say by our powers combined. Oh. We are. That's not Power Rangers. It's Captain Planet. Yeah. But like, I meant to say by our powers combined, we are. And I totally forgot to do it. You know what? I, was, I don't think. I was kind of out of it. I don't think anybody cares. Anyway, but. I, yeah, I only not. had like three people text me and say, dude, wouldn't it have been so epic if Josh had said by our powers combined? So Well, see, people. that's three people I disappointed then. <laughs> and if three people texted you, everybody else was thinking it. You know they were. Um, well, shit. Well, the whole wedding's ruined now. We might as well just wrap this <laughs> Let's up. Let's try it again. Yeah. Um, okay, so we went to Corinth, uh-huh. uh, which is really cool. Like, So we've talked about like our views on the Bible and the whole thing. Um, it's still cool to be in like a historical place, a place that we've read about like in scripture and like elsewhere. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, like a, a place that has like significant historical, you know, uh, significance, <laughs> um, significant historical significance. I am just, I'm so we're out loquacious. of practice, man. You're good. And you just, I get, know you're, you're, you just, you're, you went to another country. I'm really right now. What's happening is just like stream of consciousness. I'm just like, saying things as it comes to me because i'm remembering our trip so we went and it was it was really cool like it's really well preserved i have a lot of photos and stuff um i might post some of those like on the podcast page and like i'll send you some i'm sure but like we took tons of photos there was like it's amazing how well preserved some of it is like as for as like ruined uh and and desolate as some of these areas are it's amazing how well preserved what's left is um so there's like there's like still engravings from like literally three or four thousand years ago it's like some of these cities were built like in like 1500 bc so they're like 3500 years old um and there's st- like you can still see the lettering like very clearly like engraved on these stones wow. and like um like the shops and stuff like that like and the roads and like even like paintings in some places like paint is is lasting all these thousands of years. That like, is awesome. It's incredible. Like, it's incredible to walk in a place where you know people used to... Like, it used to be a thriving metropolis, like, according to their standards back in the day. Like, it was a thriving metropolis, like, 3,000, 4,000 years ago. And now it's just... It's rubble. But, like, it's incredible to stand in a place that yeah. used to be that. That's awesome, like, man. So I'm long super ago. jelly. So we, we spent some time in Corinth, like, walked around... It was pretty much all outdoors. There was a museum there too, but like we stood in the place where like there's a passage in the in the Bible where Paul is in Corinth, um, and Corinth is under Roman rule at the time, uh, and the governor or whatever they called him at the time of Corinth, the Roman governor, was like the people were saying Paul was basically preaching blasphemy, and they wanted him like stoned or killed. He presented his case to the governor, and the governor ruled that it wasn't against Roman teaching. And so he let him go. But like we, we st- stood in the place where Paul gave his like defense. Wow. Um, like in the exact spot, did you, which like, is, do you feel really enlightened cool. now? Kind of. Like no. Having, okay. <laughs> it's just cool. It's cool to have been there. Like it didn't, it didn't, it doesn't like change my faith in any way, sure. but it's, it's cool to be in a place that I've read about, Yeah. you know, um, especially like th- that was significant. Like, Christianity is still around today. And like, that was a significant moment uh, in Christianity. So it's cool to be there. Um, so Corinth was really cool. We also went to, um, the tomb of Agamemnon, uh, which turns out wasn't really a tomb at all. It was just kind of a shrine to like a local hero. And he may have been fictitious or not, but it was also like a treasure vault. Um, it's fucking huge. It's like built on the side of a hill, like huge. 
Um, and it's all empty now, but it's, it's just like enormous. And apparently it was filled with like treasure and gold and all that stuff at some point. Um, that's like close. To, they, all this stuff was kind of close together, like within a few, like 30 minutes of each other. Um, so there was that. And then there was the, there was like a palace or like a fortress. Um, Mike and I, we, we kept calling it Mike and Ike's. I definitely just heard Mike and Ike when you said that. The locals <laughs> pronounce it like Mike and I or whatever. <clears throat> uh, so it was like it was like a, an old fortress. This was like super old, like four or five thousand years old. And then there were parts of it that were way older than that, even um, like prehistory. But <clears throat> so we like we visited this place and it was like literally like one hilltop away from that tomb. Um, and they were like connected like they were both of those areas were populated by the same people. So it was really cool. Um, and then also that day we went to this, uh, like way up above Corinth, like on this mountain above Corinth, overlooking Corinth and like a whole Valley. Uh, there was this fortress that was originally built. It was like, it was originally a marketplace for the Greeks, like way back in the day. And then when the Romans took control, um, the Romans built it up and used it as a fortress because it was overlooking like the entire Valley. They could see, anything coming into the valley from either of the passes or from the water. Um, and then after that, uh, during the Byzantine empire, uh, they occupied and built it up a little bit too. So like it was super cool. It was a really, it was kind of a tough climb. Um, like I was, it's so hot there and like, it was so much climbing, but we climbed all the way up to the top. It was really cool. It's definitely worth a view, but like that, like, even that stuff, there's like a little chapel up there and stuff like that. And it's still in use. Like people still use it. That's so cool. Man. Um, but it's like, it's incredible. It like the whole, I just, I couldn't believe like the whole time we were there, I couldn't believe we were standing in places that like had been, first of all, that had been built thousands of years ago, but we're still standing. Yeah. Like this fortress was so well-preserved and like people built this stuff without modern technology back then. Like they didn't have fucking cranes and like bulldozers and shit. Like, they had hands and like levers that they built out of logs and you know, like just their muscles. It was crazy. Like it's crazy to be in places like that. So that was our, that was the last day that like, that's the last day we spent in Athens right before we flew back. Before that we were in Santorini. Um, and Santorini is like the most touristy thing that we did. Uh, like it's very, geared towards tourists it's an island off the coast of the mainland and um it we stayed in this little it was a converted windmill it used to be a windmill and they cleared it out and turned it into a villa and it was super cool um and we had like our own jacuzzi and stuff like that but like that santorini was really like there wasn't any sites or anything to see really it was just like it was a bunch of like souvenir shops and some restaurants um and really like that was just like chill time for us. Like we just really relaxed like the couple days we were there. Um, so that was fun. What we went to, we went to that port town, right? That was on Santorini. No. Where we, where the, the asshole Italian couple was with the little girl. Wasn't that Santorini? Crete. Was that Crete? Yeah. Are you sure? Hey, that's a Bible. No, that was mainland. Yeah, mainland. That was mainland. Sorry. It's another Bible place. Yeah, so we we did spend some time in Crete too. So Santorini was like it was pretty uneventful. We just kind of relaxed there. Um, before we were in Santorini, we were in Crete. Cool. And Crete was awesome. I think Crete was both of our favorites. We uh, we stayed at this resort 
that wasn't super Americanized. It was just a nice little resort. We again had like a private villa. We had a private swimming pool, which was nice. Um, and but we didn't spend a ton of time there. We like we one day we drove uh, <clears throat> pretty much the length of Crete, the whole length of Crete, and we went jet skiing, um, which was incredible. Like the I wish I'd, I I kind of wish I had taken my phone out there just to like take pictures. Like the water was beautiful, like super clear. And like, it was like along like a cliff face and like there were caves and stuff like that. It was really, really pretty. So we went jet skiing that day. Um, and then we ate at this little restaurant that was basically somebody's house. Uh, and they had like a veranda porch. And so we sat on the porch and they served us food and it was beautiful. And those people were, I loved them so much. Um, but like Crete was really cool. Cause like it was, it was, Kind of, I, I think it was the friendliest people that we met the whole time. And it was like the most beautiful, like just very beautiful views and like all of the, like the water and the mountains and like seeing all that stuff, like right along the coast. It was beautiful. So we did that in Crete. What else did we do in Crete? Oh yeah. We went to a little, we went to another little port town, um, that there was like a, there was like a little fortress in this port town too. And it was like really quaint. Um, the streets were really tiny, like a lot of little like local shops and like local restaurants and stuff. And people were, there were really nice too. So we went there in Crete. Um, and then before Crete, like, so when we first flew to Greece, we spent a couple days in Athens. So that's when we went and saw like the Parthenon, uh, and the Acropolis and the, uh, the temple of Zeus. um, and like some old Greek theaters, uh, like the classic theaters that you think of when like stone, like the, the semicircle stone yeah. seating. That's um, what I'm envisioning. That stuff. Yeah. Like we saw like two of those, like, dude, so I, cool. I can't even tell you like standing next to standing next to the Parthenon and like looking up at these pillars that again, they were erected like 3000 years ago. And like this stuff is still standing. Like so much of it is has fallen over. Like in like you know due to cannonballs and like battles and stuff like that. Like there have been wars that have knocked things down. But like had it not been for that, most of it would probably still be standing. And just like just to see the detail on like the statues that they carved and like the even like the detail in the painting that they did that's still there and like the pillars that are still standing that again were, were made without like modern technology and they didn't have like rebar and like mortar and stuff to put in. Like it's all just human ingenuity. Like it's incredible to stand next to something that old that's still standing. That's so magnificent too. Like it's just so huge and like impressive. So that I like, I think as far as like the tourist stuff we went to, like the stuff we saw, I think that was, what put me in awe the most when we were like right next to the Parthenon and like taking pictures and like just seeing all that up close. It's so cool. Um, like it, it's incredible. Like it's, it's hard to describe like what it feels like to be standing next to something like that. That's just such a, it's such a testament to like human ingenuity and like the peak of modern civilization at the time. Like that was the epicenter of, culture and science and civilization and they were fucking killing it like they were amazing like it was an amazing civilization and it's so sad that it's all fucking ruined because people were fighting over whose land it was later and like 
firing cannonballs at the Parthenon. Like, who fucking does that? But, like, it's it's incredible to be standing next to something like that. So yeah. that was really, really cool. Um, so that was our first few days in Athens. And then that brings us to uh, the wedding, mm. which, which you were there for. I was, but you know what I'm really interested to hear? Because <laughs> um, you and I have not, honestly, just so the listeners know, like anybody that's been married or been to a wedding knows that the bride and groom are preoccupied with other things that day. And then when the wedding's over, like it's, it's over. You don't really sit around and chat about your feelings and experiences. It's just done. Everybody parts ways and it's just kind of it. Everybody goes there. Mm -hmm. They, everybody literally goes their separate ways. So you and I have not gotten and we have not talked on the phone. You just got back to America. We haven't even spoken yep. since uh, or up to this <laughs> podcast. So I'm actually really interested to hear um, maybe some behind the scenes, even for me. Of and I'll, I'll obviously be happy to share some too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely am interested to hear. I don't know, just the whole wedding, the day, the experience, the leading up to the whole, the whole thing. Because you and I only got to talk a little bit. Uh, after the last podcast, actually, you and I spoke very little. So, yeah, just like the day Cecilia and I were leaving, I think we like we sent some texts back and forth. Um, but the whole time we were in Greece, like Cecilia and I agreed before we left, no contact with the outside world unless it's an absolute emergency. So, like, I my phone, I my phone was on airplane mode the entire time I was gone, mm. um, and that, that we sounds, only had that sounds absolutely amazing. Just let me. So I should address, (laughs) I should address that. It was, I don't, I don't think Cecilia and I really talked about this, but like it was excruciating for like the first 12 hours because I'm just not used to it. Sure. That's yeah. And like, I've, I've talked about it before, but like I work on not being too attached to my phone. Like I purposely will leave my phone sitting somewhere. Like if I have to go do something, like sometimes I'll just leave my phone where it is on purpose just because I don't want to feel so attached that I have to take it with me all the time everywhere. Sure. I'm not as good at it as I wish I was, but like I try to not be too attached to my phone, but like, it's still something like we take for granted the fact that like, if I'm wondering where a thing is or where a word came from or whatever, like what the directions are to a certain place or what the hours are for some museum, like I can just pick up my phone and look it up and I'll have the answer in five seconds. And so like the first 12 hours of just me not being able to do that was excruciating. Uh, And then after that, like it was kind of fine. I didn't miss having contact with the outside world. Like I didn't miss checking social media. Um, Like I was taking all kinds of pictures. Like I still had my phone with me and I was taking pictures with it and doing that. But like, it was so nice. Like after the first like 12 hours of detoxing, it was wonderful. And it was so great, in fact, that I didn't check any of my Facebook notifications until like midday Friday. Wow. Well, that alone, like, I didn't, is, that alone I didn't open probably up. just a, a whole couple points in your blood pressure dropped because I know that Facebook yeah, sometimes can, you know, get, yeah, man, get you all riled does. up. But like, so it was really nice. Like yeah. I, I was reluctant. No, I was I'm, reluctant to awesome, jump back man. into I'm, any I'm, of it. Again, jealous of that. Um, I'm, I'm. I won't say I'm dependent, but you get to a place where like culturally, <clears throat> <clears throat> culturally or for my work, for family, just whatever, like you, 
you there's no airplane mode is not an option you know yeah you feel like you have you have to be connected and and we really do like when we're not like on vacation or honeymoons or whatever like the way our society is now we really we almost have to be connected at all times because you know who knows what can happen and like if there is an emergency people need to be able to reach you or like if if work you know something weird happens at work or like just whatever but you know like, what I've, I've been and obviously we've watched friends and whatever old shows before but i'm i'm watching back through friends and uh because it's <laughs> such a great show anyways but yeah. uh these i'm watching these people <laughs> live where like if something happens you just don't know about it unless somebody can get hold of you on a landline yeah and you happen to be in the room like it, they don't know that like it's such a simple yeah. normal thing for them um well and i i told cecilia while we were gone i was like honestly i don't want to know if there's an emergency until we're back yeah because there's nothing we'd be able to do about it like being in greece anyway exactly so like i don't like i don't even want to know that something has happened until we get back but like it's so you're right we can survive we could survive without any of it because we did for thousands of years right but i i guess like the reason i'm saying we almost have to be connected is is people expect you to be connected. well that's 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 we're making the same point. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Is the expectation is like someone's dying over here and you're not answering a text message or a cell phone. It's been 30 minutes. What's going on? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's, like that's kind of the Yeah, cultural like cultural norms and and etiquette have been re-engineered since the advent of a lot of this technology mm-hmm. to where being available and connected is almost it's it's what's expected. It's polite. And if you're not available or connected, it's like sort yeah, of rude. Something's up. Yeah. So, <sighs> but it like yeah, it was that is nice. Heavenly, heavenly to be disconnected. Look, if you can do it, like I I know we're saying like you almost have to be connected, and people expect you to be connected. If you can do it, like if you can disconnect, like completely disconnect, turn phone on airplane mode, don't check social media, don't do any of that stuff for like a couple days at a time. Like, I highly recommend it. It's wonderful. Dude, I've I'm we I've got a cruise coming in December. It's a company cruise. I'm already nice. excited that uh that I'm going to be able to go somewhere where self-service isn't even an option. Or it may be. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, see Lots that's awesome. Cruise, it wasn't. But yeah, I'm I'm really I mean, they'll probably have like Wi-Fi on the ship. Either way. So like even, you'd probably have that, but like even if they do. I, I think last time I made a FaceTime call from the Bahamas. I had some Wi-Fi in the Bahamas or whatever on a cruise, like on the at a port. Right. But that was it. It was just to check in on our on our kids. So yeah. Uh, no. Well, and no, that's, see, that's different then, too. Because so like, definitely not what if I you're, was. There was a check in on oh. someone. Yeah, like if you're a parent, I get it. Like yeah, I, you absolutely. know, somebody's at that's home watching only, your kids. That's the I understand only real that. Reservation, but even then, it's it's. I think it's healthy to just to. What we call me time now isn't exactly, you know, it's not, it's not healthy. It's not like playing a game on my phone in a quiet room, right? You know, versus going out and just, right? You know, some other play. Anyway, we've gone just, so far down this road from talking about yeah, how okay. you and I have been disconnected the last few weeks. It's just, it's really nice. Like, I the last thing I'll say is, I like I learned because like I didn't have we really we didn't have TV. Like we watched TV a couple places, but like. Usually, <laughs> all TV was, like, in Greek, so we didn't really understand what was happening anyway. And then whatever English channels there were were, like, BBC, and I, like, I don't watch BBC really for fun. Like, 
So like a couple like places we had like TV on in the background. In Santorini, like there was like American cable channels, so we did like we watched some TV there, and that was like chill time anyway. But like, I found that like just being with a person that I love and just letting that be enough what fills my time and what's my entertainment sure. like i like i didn't miss not having like i didn't miss having cell phone service and like internet and a video game and tv and whatever else i needed to like keep my attention like i didn't i like i i even thought of that before we left like i wonder if i'm gonna miss any of that stuff and like i i didn't even think about it most of the time that we were gone so like once you're past that initial like anxiety phase of like oh my gosh i don't have my phone what am i gonna do it ends up being kind of nice. Yeah. And you end up, you end up discovering that like there are other ways to fill your time. And you're kind of, then you're kind of dreading coming home and having all these notifications and people expecting the. Yeah. 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 Which is why I didn't jump in right away. I didn't, I really didn't want to deal with it. No, that's good. You were smart. Okay. All right. All right. So So let's, let's, for the sake of time uh, for listeners, let's talk about, um, we're up to the wedding. Let's talk about the wedding. This is big. This is important. Cause I'm I, for me, especially. So, um, morning of, I woke up, uh, Stuart, one of the other groomsmen, um, stayed with me in the, the hotel room I was in, um, Saturday night. So we woke up Saturday, Sunday morning, uh, early ish. Like every, like everybody was like supposed to roll in. Like we're rolling in like around nine, nine thirty or whatever to, to my hotel room to like start getting ready. So we got up around eight um, and Stuart <laughs> very, very early in the morning uh, had a small knife emergency. He was cutting the tags off of one of his shirts or something and cut himself and bled on his shirt. So we ran out to my car to get a tied to go pen. Uh, and on the way back, we grabbed Burger King for breakfast, which was amazing. They, the guy, like we walked in and they were serving breakfast and I asked him, I was like, are you allowed to serve me? like normal food or do I have to order breakfast? And he was really cool. He was like, you know what? I'm not supposed to, but you can order whatever you want. So I had like a huge fucking Whopper and fries. Like he knew you were getting married in a few hours. Yeah. So I had the breakfast. Was that, was that your last morning of my wedding? That was, yeah, that was, that was my last supper (laughs) uh, before, before I got married. It was kind of Um, fun though. It's an illegal Whopper. It was great. It was a, it was a, you know, yeah, a it was, that a, it was, was a Whopper on the DL. So it was great. I had a Whopper and fries for breakfast. Yeah, good for uh, you. The morning of my wedding. So, Sounds awful, but Stuart, good for you for Stuart that. Stuart got some. Well, it was. It tasted wonderful. Oh, I'm sure. You gotta, you gotta remember. I like. I, I had like working. zero carbs for like say, weeks before the wedding. So hard just to get to that point. It was so nice. So we did that, and then we just kind of chilled, like at the room, like, uh, like everybody started rolling in. Um, and so we just, you know, we kind of slowly started getting ready. And then, um, y- you know, one of my favorite things was like, and I, like you and I haven't talked about any of this, so I'm just telling you this now, but like <coughs> we, um, it was, it was me and all the groomsmen, uh, but also with you, like when you arrived, John, our bassist for the band, yep. um, Sam, our guitarist for the band and Matt, our drummer for the band all came with you, um, as well as Steve Pruitt. Uh, who has been on the podcast before on the '90s episode, and also on the previous episode? I think he's been on and yeah. another episode. I think he's been on like the three New or four Year's. now. He was on the New um, Year's one too. Yeah. So uh, you guys should be familiar with Steve, but like <clears throat> Steve was there too. So like it was, 
it was awesome. Like I loved, I loved all of that time. Like Sam was, Sam was over on the couch, like jamming on the guitar the whole time. And like people were singing here and there. And like, you know, like I just, I loved like having all of my friends in the room, like for the last couple hours before I got married and like getting ready. Like I really loved that. That was really that, that was really cool, man. I, I actually haven't stopped to think about that, but now that I'm I'm thinking back, that was a really those couple hours in that room, and the photographer was there and like yeah, taking yeah, yeah. some little candid moments, whatever. But that those couple hours were really cool. Like I never yeah, thought of I it from lo- your perspective, and I guess I should have. I was thinking, you know, oh, I had other things. We'll get to that, but <laughs> that I was worrying about. <laughs> but um, but I. And hindsight, from your perspective, that's something that I, I would imagine is some. That's like a, a couple hours you wouldn't forget because it's just yeah. It's really it was cool. it was really really great. Yeah. And like like because our our like our whole band is there, like all of our band members are there. Plus like my close friends, like the the guys that are in my wedding with me, and like you know you, my best man, and like my other groomsmen, and like. It was like that was a really cool few hours, like in the room, like everybody just kind of chilling and like joking around and getting ready yeah. and all that stuff. That's that cool, was man. really fun. Um, and that like that wasn't even really on purpose. Like it just like kind of ended up happening that way. Uh, so it was great. I loved that. Like, let me ask um, you this because we're in the same time frame here because we we wrapped yeah. we wrapped well not even wrap that up. We were in the middle of that. You had your first look picture with Cecilia. Yep. Where yep. you turn around and Cecilia's there, and your reaction gets caught on camera. Well, right, right. Okay, hang on. Let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's I'm going to tell it. For, this is so funny, man, because we keep referencing how I met your mother, but it's so <laughs> funny. Like, like it's like you're taking two different angles, two stories, and piecing, piecing yeah. them together. So here's what happened. So the photographer comes in and says, uh, "Oh no, hang on. Maybe it wasn't. I, it may have been, but I think there were multiple photographers because I think CC had a photographer." And yeah, there was two photographer. photographers. We had the second shooter, Jordan. Right. Um, okay. And then the, the main photographer for the day who was Cody. Cody was with Cecilia and the girls. Um, ask Cecilia, who came to the room and made the, annou- the announcement? Does she know to the guys who, wh- what was going on? Oh, after I left? After you left. Who Do you know who came to the room like after I left for the first look and told the guys like what was actually happening? Was it like it wasn't Steve? Because yeah, he was. <laughs> I don't remember anything. About um, I don't. I don't know. It may have been the other photographer. I want to say it was someone I wasn't super familiar with, and I had already talked to Jordan some. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So somebody came in the room and said, "Hey guys, heads up, Cecilia has." Uh, oh, okay. Hang on. I know what actually happened. Let me back up. Oh, do you wait? You don't know this. Okay, let me. I don't. I don't know. Oh, this I is left fun. the room. This is good. Okay, somebody came in and said, "Hey, Josh is doing his first look picture. You guys need to get down there." That's all. However, oh, okay. we already all knew what that meant, and the reason is, okay, wait, what day was your wedding? It was uh, okay, Sunday. Here we go. The twenty eighth. Cecilia sent a text to the groomsmen. Oh boy. Okay. Ask her if I can read her text to the groomsmen. On the podcast. Yeah, just go for it. Okay. Yeah, just go for it. She sent a text from the groomsman. Hey, guys, it's Cecilia over here, in case you didn't have my number. Just wanted to give you a heads up about something for tomorrow. Which, at that moment, I was reading it like, oh, man, like something that, you know, that we weren't yeah. ready for. Okay. So this was Saturday. This was Saturday at uh, midnight. <laughs> okay. So the, literally, uh, literally the night before the wedding, this was like the last thing on her checklist. 
Uh, I, um, during the first look, I am planning on tricking Josh. My friend is dressed up as Chewbacca, full-on suit and mask, and will be tapping on Josh's shoulder. Josh will think it's me when turning around for the first look. The photographer is aware and will try to get the moment captured on camera, but if you guys can also have the camera out to either video or take a picture of his reaction, that would be amazing. Thank you. Obviously, this convo didn't happen as far as Josh knows. Good night. Uh, yeah. She's, so, a, she's a sneaky one. And then all of us were with the responses of awesome, great, LMFAO, I'll have my camera ready. <laughs> so um, so, so the, I'm just going to tell her what just happened. Tyler just read the text message that you sent them the night before the wedding, giving them the heads up. So, Ugh, okay. So we were super excited uh, that that was coming. When the photographer came in and said, guys, it's time for the first look picture. You guys need to get down there. Or whoever, again, I'm blanking. Maybe it was a photographer. It might have been one of her, uh, it might have been one of her bridesmaids. Anyways, yeah. we just grabbed what we had on in our phones and we just <laughs> took off downstairs. And did you honestly, you didn't see us? Because there was like me. Still, no, no. So she like, they, she took, she took me down there. Jordan did. Like right. she walked me down to where I was supposed to be sure. and faced me the direction I was supposed to be right. facing. I saw that. And we, just we told me like, the lobby. so, okay. Well, she was I, like, you just face this way and you just stay there. See, we didn't know so the, that's what the, I did. the degree at that point of which she had told like how, anyways, I didn't, you know, she might've just said like, stand here for a second. But the yeah. fact that she told you not to turn back, it was perfect. Okay. So we came down, Cisco was taking point. We were like a SWAT team. We had our weapons in hand being our iPhones <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And Cisco, we're going from tree to tree because the sidewalk was lined with trees. And we're just like making sure you're not turning around. We're going tree to tree. We ran across the street to the building across the street. And then as Chewbacca was walking up, we inched inched our way up behind him. We were all about – well, you probably saw us. Did you see us after that? Afterwards, yeah. Okay. Because we were all – you know, we were ready to go, man. So we had our weapons drawn. We were sneaking up there and – that was just so great. Okay, so from from my perspective, that was it. Now tell me, were you actually surprised? You really had no idea. I had no clue. Okay, so I have a theory. I'm standing there quick? and Can like, yes. My yes. theory is that for a second you thought maybe Cecilia was in the Chewbacca for a outfit. split second. Okay, because yes. that's what I would have thought. I remember, like, All as, right. as I was going up behind him, I'm like, you know what? Uh, Steve, his name Steve, right? Steve, yeah. Yeah. He's a small guy. I mean, he's like yeah. Cecilia stature. So yeah. I was watching him. I'm like, you know what? And the way y'all's relationship is even, I was just thinking, it's totally possible that he's he's going to think that that actually might be her in there. Yep. For a split second, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? It's totally within reason that Cecilia would actually dress up in a Chewbacca costume for our first look. I could totally see that happening. So like for a split second, I was like, did she do that? But, all right, so I'm standing there, and, like, this is, like, for me, I think that was the biggest, like, that's the biggest moment. Like, it's the first time I'm going to see my bride in her dress on our wedding day. Like, you know, the ceremony is, like, awesome, too, and, like, there's a lot of buildup for that. But, like, the first time I'm going to see her, like, the day of, like, I, like, I was, I was... I wasn't, I didn't feel nervous really the whole day. I was just excited. I think that's one of the things I was the most excited for. So like I'm standing there and I'm just like, I'm thinking to my, like in my head, I'm just like, you know, what's she going to look like? And like, you know, like, I don't know how I'm even going to react and like all this stuff. So I'm like thinking all this stuff, like I'm totally lost in the moment, not expecting this at all, at all. And I get a tap on the shoulder, which 
I like already I was like I didn't hear anybody walk up behind me. So like she was super quiet. <laughs> so I get a tap on my shoulder and I turn around and like it's this person in a Chewbacca onesie and that mask that makes sounds when you <laughs> open the mouth. Yeah, that was so good. And so yeah, like I didn't I didn't I I went completely blank for a split second. And then I was like the in the very next split second I was like is this Cecilia? Did Cecilia dress up in a Chewbacca costume? And and like at the same time I'm thinking that I'm thinking that's totally possible. She totally could have done that because like I wouldn't put it past her. And then like in the next second I was like no, nah, it's not quite the right size to be Cecilia. And then as soon as he laughed, I knew it was Steve. Yeah. Yep, there it is. So Tyler's showing me the video showing, right now. Yeah, showing him the video of his reaction. It's so great. So as as soon as he laughed, I knew it was Steve. And then if, like I put this on my story, but I don't know if Cece had a chance to get on Snapchat that day. She was kind of busy. So in case she hasn't, I'm going to send this to her right now. Cause she she definitely oh, right needs on. to see that if she hasn't. I mean, I'm sure she's seen it um, from a bunch of different angles at this point, but... Um, that's awesome, I, man. Like, well, that was one thing. I, I just, I didn't know what to think for just the smallest of moments. And then like, it was hilarious. So like I hugged Steve and then <coughs> we walked back <coughs> and everybody was like, ha 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 laughing. And then I went and s- stood in my same spot for the actual first look. So, uh, and then, so Cecilia tapped me on the shoulder then, and I turned around and like was almost in tears and then I remembered what she had just done to me. Um, and that's my phone. And I told her that was mean. I think that's the first thing I said to you. I was like, that was mean. Uh, and then we hugged and I didn't want to let her go. Awesome, she man. looked so pretty. That was a good time. So that was, that was the first look. Um, and then we took pictures together and that was a ton of fun the whole bridal party. Um, and then from there we hopped on the trolley and we took some more pictures. And then from there we went to the chapel. Well, the trolley that where was the, the, with the pictures and the guy in the park with the bubbles and the, yeah, like that was, that was all so much fun. Like I, I already, like I already knew that I liked my guys and like I've, I've met all the only person on Cecilia's side that I hadn't met before that day was Sarah. Um, but like, so I already knew like Cecilia's girls and like, I liked them. Like I haven't spent a ton of time with some, like one of them, like, uh, Jenny, Jenny I hadn't spent a lot of time with, but like, uh, Grace and, and, um, Anna, I had spent some time with. So like, I knew like her girls were fun. I like, you know, I love my guys, but like everybody together, like that was such a fun group. Like that was just a, such a fun bridal party. Like, Taking pictures was a blast. Yeah, that was cool, man. Um, I, I, and like honestly, riding around the trolley, pictures. like that was really fun. Um, but man. I do too normally. But that was that was really fun, and like I got to hand it to our photographers too. So like, our you know what? I'll I'll give them excuse me I'll give them a shout out here on the podcast too. Bon Fotage Photography B O N P H O T O A. Sorry, I'm gonna start again. Bon B O N Fotage, P-H-O-T-A-G-E, Bon Fotage, um, is our the wedding photography company, photographer that we used. 
Um, Lindsay Hazan is the owner, uh, but she unfortunately was not available the day of our wedding. She had already booked another wedding. So she sent Cody and Jordan um, for our wedding, but they were fantastic anyway. They were. Uh, Lindsay shot our engagement photos, but like they were great. So like the photographers were great, which make for great photos. But like Jordan was awesome, like in the room, like when the guys were getting ready, like she was super cool, like very like she put us all at ease, like awesome. Cody was really good with Cecilia and her girls and like the two of them together, like when we were taking pictures all as a group, like they they made it pretty easy to like to get good photos. So um, they were a lot of fun. So taking photos was fun. And then we went from there to the chapel <clears throat> and then the wedding happened. It sure did. At the chapel. Uh, I, thanks to couple, Stuart one thing I'll say too is, for bringing along a flask uh, yeah. to the to the chapel. That was wonderful. I'm actually I'm sipping on some cask mates right now that Stuart gave me. Stewie. He, uh, I, I was going to say just <coughs> now that I had never hung out with two of your groomsmen. And one of them I only had um, – actually, it's ironic. One of your groomsmen – it, his wife is great friends with my wife, but he and oh, I yeah. never really spend any time together. And then another two of your groomsmen, I have never actually spent any time with in person. Stuart, I only talked to on the podcast, and that was really yep. it. And it turns out that you did good, man, because I've been in weddings. Good guys. I've been two weddings. I've been just all around them. And for that group of guys to, to have the chemistry that we had instantly was really cool. It's not normal. Yeah, I was it wasn't, I was really happy about that. It was like there should have been at least a little bit of awkwardness and there wasn't. Everybody just kind of fell right in. I know Friday night helped if you listen to the last podcast, I was I was going to say, you know what? I think I think had something to do with that was was sure, the bachelor party. That definitely contributed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really fun group and everybody like everybody really really got along. So, I mean, the wedding like the wedding was beautiful. Um but uh, like I guess like weddings are weddings. Like I like I could pick out details from the wedding, but I feel like that'd be boring for the listeners. Uh, so we don't really have to spend a ton of time on like on the ceremony itself. Um, Cecilia's little cousin, cousin, right? Was so adorable. My favorite little Asian cutie. Wait, like, who? She was just, Oh, so the, uh, yeah. Our, one of our fl- flower girls. Yeah. That was great, man. It was really, um, honestly... No, sorry. She was a sign bearer, not a flower girl, but, like, she was adorable. Yeah, as as far as the ceremony goes, I mean, the whole thing, but it was just so good. Everything went smoothly. The music was great. Things went smooth with flower girl and ring bearer. That could go so many ways when they're that young. Yeah, that, that was great. That like, everything well. really just felt our, really, really good, man. I loved our vows. I think oh, that was my favorite were, thing from, from the ceremony. I told you this before. Like, I didn't even <laughs> cry during my own wedding. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I didn't even cry during my own wedding. And I literally was like standing there just getting all choked up, listening to you guys read your vows to each other. And in that moment, that was my actual thought was like, dude, you didn't even cry during your own wedding. You cannot cry <laughs> during this wedding. There's no way Jesus in hell kill that's going to fly. So dry that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah. So we, what we did was we took the traditional wedding vows and like, altered them a little bit and added to them a little bit. To I like yours better. Them. Yours should be the new traditional wedding. Um, thank you. Star Wars. I'll, we'll, we'll publish them. Yeah. <laughs> Cecilia, Cecilia put in some star Wars references. I put in some star Wars references. Um, they were fun. 
Uh, Cecilia ended hers with uh, "May the Force Be With Our Marriage," which I loved. Yeah. Um, I I totally married a wonderful, awesome human being. <coughs> uh, awesome. we took some pictures afterwards, and then from there, Tyler, we went to Evanston Space. Which was our reception venue? Yeah. Uh, we. Gosh, so you so you you can time. tell about the entrance of the bridal party. Because you guys did that. Yes. I think at this point of the story, though, we should go ahead and back up and finish up. Oh, you're right. Podcast, you're right. Though. You're right. So. Because that's gonna. Um. So the Tyler, you would agree that the wedding was a beautiful, wonderful day start to finish it was it was it was just it was just i dare we I'm say exquisite upon dare we say that oh, um exquisite. dare we say that it could not have been a uh a more a more um snugly close-knit group of individuals I would dare I we say this. that it was just so this, cozy I, and I, I, and I wonderful, and everything was just very I'll, I'll tell you well this. fit together, and and just so just tightly knit. I'll, uh, <laughs> uh, even though a few things <laughs> slipped through the cracks, uh, <laughs> um, oh man, we still just. We kept streaming. We did. We kept streaming. We did. And I just, <laughs> I feel that, um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't have anything else. I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know um, the one thing you always have to worry about in a wedding is that, like, is your guitar going to stay in tune? And I really noticed that his G string. Yeah, the G string right was just, it to, was, that's, really, that's usually the, the hardest one, too, to keep. You know where it, it needs is. to be, and it just—it was great the whole time. I—I I mean, I wouldn't. Would you agree? I—I I feel like I don't want to speak for you. I thought that I thought he stayed. Cool. In tune the <laughs> right, cool. So it was. <laughs> I think we're done. Uh, all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you haven't, if you haven't tuned us out yet. Okay, so listen, we uh, the the last podcast we left off in the middle of Josh's yes. worst man competition. This is kind of I gotta say this for your <sighs> sake. This was introduced to Josh. The idea was introduced to Josh yes. on a podcast, uh, which we alluded to. Yeah, we alluded Cosby. to that uh, the last podcast. I'm not gonna yeah, we're not gonna go into all that. However, it is kind of cool to get to talk about your own wedding and the, your own yeah. worst man competition. Now on your own podcast, yeah. that's got to be kind of cool. Uh, for you. <laughs> so, I was uh, J- when Josh was here visiting, he brought it up months ago, and I said, "Dude, absolutely, doing <laughs> yes." Uh, and then I strategically worked with Josh, kind of, um, yeah. along the way, to make sure we steered in the direction of things <laughs> that I would be really good at, so that there was no. I didn't have to even win. I just had to be in the top four. Yeah. The, the mantra five, that day know, was not, not last. Not last. Don't be in yeah. last. And I don't know what happened, man. But Well, I'll tell you, Tyler. I was very worried 
Because I was also like, I, I think we made this clear in the last episode, but like I was in the running. It could have been me. Yeah, halfway halfway yeah. through, I was I was and like, I was not I was winning okay. things. I was first, second, third. I took last second. in the first. Yeah, and you were not three competitions. Yeah, that and that's kind of where right. the podcast was last time. Yeah. So we were all in a good place. I was not even considering that I may possibly was... lose this thing. But here's what happened. Here's what happened. After that last podcast, we had a dancing competition. We had a, No, I think I think uh, we did all we that before a... we recorded. The last event was ski ball. Then what did we have? But left? we didn't know Just the scores ball? from any of those competitions. Oh, we didn't know the score. That's what it was. We stopped. We stopped scoring at like the halfway point. Like John stopped telling us our scores at the halfway point. So we had done all that stuff. So we didn't know our standings. So, so guys, it was a false (coughs) sense of confidence that I was dealing with (laughs) during the last podcast. (laughs) Um, Because I did not. I felt like I really felt like I was going to come in third. I thought which yeah, there was five of us because that was right in the middle. So I really, I really felt like I was going to be kind of the middle guy. I, I thought I was very safe. I thought it was going to be a safe third, but instead I, <clears throat> I lost guys. I lost by one, one point. point. It came down to our final event was ski All ball. I, it came, it came down to one. It came down to ball. one what the hell, lousy dude? bounce of a ski ball into the wrong hole. And therefore a women's thong wound up in Tyler's hole. <laughs> it sure did yeah for many hours so I, I i will give myself a little bit of cred though i was very upset that night i don't think you were as upset as Stuart like was nervous before we finished the ski ball Stuart was Stuart was an extremely St- rare look before that so we walked in he- and we're like oh you know how are we gonna do this like we knew we wanted to do ski ball which is a ticket game but like that was the only ticket game we really cared to do. We were also going to get food and then like play some other arcade games and stuff till you know, whoever needed to leave could leave. Um, and we right. So we were like, we'll eat, eat first. first. We'll go play skee ball uh, and we'll see who wins this thing. So we sit down at our table and St- <laughs> Stuart is like pulling the waitress aside and going, Hey, like now that we have our table and we've ordered, can we go play skee ball and come back? Like, can we are like if we leave the table, are we still good? Can we go play skee ball and come back? And she was like, she and she she had no she con- didn't understand she what no was going on, so she just thought Stuart was a guy that really loved skee ball and couldn't wait to play. And so, so she's like, um, I, I guess if okay, that's fine. She was like, you're gonna need a different card because the card you got with your package doesn't work for like ticket games. And he was like, okay, I'll just I'll go get one right now. He's like, but that's fine. And she's like, uh. I, sure i guess like she totally didn't understand why Stuart really really wanted to play skee ball but Stuart was so nervous oh that he gosh. could not wait until after dinner to play skee ball and find out who won Stuart just wanted to have it over and done with and like out from over his head i think so we played skee ball after we got our table gosh <clears throat> i just can't i didn't take, <laughs> I didn't take it serious um I <laughs> I know I but I, I placed first in that competition. I think that oh that maybe that one in the singing I think are the only two that I placed first in um, all day. Uh, I I don't know how it happened. I don't know how I did that well, um, but I did. 
I don't play skee ball often, so I think it was just I think the good lord was watching over me. Um so I ended up placing first in that competition. You know what, man? I I mean we all wanted you to lose. We all wanted you wearing a thong on your wedding day. In hindsight, it was such a perfect magical day that I it almost uh, and I hate to say this cuz it sounds like I I, I wanted nothing more than to not lose that. But for the sake of your day being so perfect and just right. the poetry of the entire day, no better poetry. Also than being the worst man. man it's it's just, man. it's so fitting. And I, I was, and I, even I was okay with that. And it yeah. was me and well, I was dreading it. So I not very like, unhappy so about, I would, I would say Tyler Friday night, you were not super happy about it. Come the end of Sunday night, you had totally owned it by then. I did. I was dancing in the recep- at the reception. Just, All right, so here's, here's what I have to know. We, we heard some things from my perspective on the day of the wedding. What I need to know from you, Tyler, because you wore that thong from the time we got ready around 10 a.m. all the way until, yeah. I want to say probably by the time you got home, it was like midnight or after. Uh, and there was, yeah. it was a long day. It was, long. it was at least a 12 hour day, 14 hour day. And we played music and we danced and we sweated and <laughs> all kinds of things. So I need to know by the time. Okay. So get, just give me like an update by the time we were on stage for the wedding. Like by the time we lined up for the wedding, how were things feeling by that time? Like at that point, because we had already done picture, right. like I'd already had it going for like yeah. you got married at five, yeah, and I put that on at ten, yeah. So that's seven hours. Um, at that point, I was actually at the best point of the whole day. Okay, it was the sweet spot because I it was like it irritated me so much and it felt so awful. But that seven hour mark was kind, and I was focusing on your wedding. I guess I'd hope, but that point was where where something kind sure. of annoys you, but you get used to it. Yeah. Anything like that, you know, like you, you get a cut and it sucks for like an hour and then you kind of right. forget you have it and you just deal with it or a day or two, whatever. And you only feel uh, it when anyways, you move it a certain way. It was kind of one of those things where I just kind of. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like when I'm standing still, sure. I, didn't even, I wouldn't have even known I had it on. But it was all the way in there. Like it's just. I mean, I, I, can't I don't understand it either. Oh, it's it's a very unnatural I feeling, I would it. assume. I don't like oh wedgies. Gosh, I can't understand anyway. purposely having a wedgie all day. Oh, dude. I, now, I, listen, I'll, I'll, should, I'll go on record by say, about I saying I love them on you women. Do your thing. Cecilia, do your thing. If you want to wear those, that's great <laughs> well, for that's us guys. Why, that's why but, I wear them, obviously. But that's – Yeah, I, I, I love mad you respect. for doing it, but – I know right. you're not doing it because it feels good. Okay, so by, at that point was the actually the best point. The early part, the pictures okay. and stuff, was actually the it worst. It was new. Because I was trying to adjust. Literally. Literally. By then, it was not as bad. Where it got worse again is when our band went on. Gotcha. Okay, so by that time, it had been like which, nine hours, eight, nine hours. It, 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 so much friction. Okay. So much friction happening. In right, because there's usually fabric no of some kind. There's... Well, no, not even that. It's just okay. I, you I'm know what? Go I was going to ask. So, what I so, what I'd like to know first of all is, did yeah. things fit even a little bit? Okay. Mm-mm. How much? Basically, how much not did front. things fit? 
Okay, so the way the thong is shaped, right, it's like right. an upside down triangle, you know. So you've got all right. your support is up where you don't top. really need it. So what I decided to do was, yeah, where you don't need it exactly. But I kind of fashioned it in a way where I I had things where between contorting things up and okay. then pushing things down, you kind of it was I I had created I had created a so you a you kind of did like. You kind of did like a folding in on itself, like a you you create you created a cradle with the apparatus that then went into the cradle yeah. of the thong, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's what happened. Right. You had to, I had to mold some things, and you couldn't every once in a while, like if you did something too uh-huh. extravagant, you uh-huh. had to readjust. Obviously. Okay. So that wasn't the issue, though. I thought for the days leading up, the 48 hours, whatever, leading up, that was going to be the issue. The issue was in the back. Okay, so here's the problem. Even though it was a large woman's thong, it's still uh-huh. – that string does right. it has nowhere to go but yeah. just right between the ass cheeks. All the way I – as mean, far as it can go. Because like you, when you walk, it's yeah. making its way all the way in. It's got – there's no – You got Indian no underwear at that point. Out. It's creeping there's up no on adjusting. you. There's nothing. There's nothing, just no... Nothing for that? There's no way... Oh, I, no. Say that last part. The last part. Uh, creeping it's, up before it, the creeping up Indian on you. Indian underwear. It's creeping up on you. It, it's, it's Indian underwear. Like Native American underwear. It's like... Yeah, it's like silent and stealthy. Like it's like creeping up. Oh, Okay. Okay. It was so a mildly like racist Indian. joke. I was think. Well, I I was. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have said Native American. It's okay. You know what? Yeah. Good on you. Good on you for <laughs> for distinguishing between Indian and Native American, which I usually do myself. But for the sake of the joke, I was just going to say Indian. But good on you for. Well, you're so far away from racist that you didn't get my joke, which is good for you. You could have. I'm not though, because I was thinking like. Osama bin Laden or something like it. Indian underwear it just was headed straight for the cave for the it went Oh, you know what? That would have that would have worked too. Not where I was going, but that would have worked too. <laughs> it's a twofold. Okay, so the anyways, the point is by after a day of walking right. and then you start dancing yeah. and especially when I'm playing yep. keyboard, you know, I like And it was hot. And stuff. All that and it was really hot, uh-huh. so you know there's juices flowing. All of that sweat, I mean, well, that's not what I meant to say. That too. Uh-huh. But all of that friction really started wearing me down in areas where I'm not mm. used to having to deal with friction. That's what I'm, that was the issue. So then like yeah. you end up with chafing. chafing so were you sore by the end of the day? You don't. Okay. Um, I was, I was, and I thought it was going to lead into the next day cause I had to drive home yeah. and I had to sit all day the next day and I was completely okay, fine when I woke up that morning. I'll tell you something interesting that happened. So I was in a bed with John who was a very, like anti touching <laughs> other guys type of guy. He's like, just he's a big like burly is. dude. And I'm, he's, he's not like, fat. He's just like very tall, yeah, yeah. large like frame. Six foot. Correct. And we're in a we're in a yeah. full size bed. Wow. He and I. Okay. So he said, Tyler, I need you to wear that thong tonight. <laughs> I dare you to, or something like that. I'll pay you five bucks if you wear that thong tonight all night tonight. And I was like, dude, you dumbass, hell no. And then it hit me. I was like, all right, I'll tell you what. Because obviously we're right. not sleeping under the same covers. That entire like the last four nights, I said, "All right, here's the deal. You and I sleep under the same covers. 
<laughs> if you and I sleep under the same cover and I wear nothing else but the thong, then I will wear it tonight. You don't have to give me any money. That's the deal. Please I'll tell me he went all for the way it. through the night. Oh, my God. Yes. He did. That's amazing. And you bailed? bailed? <laughs> no. And then I bailed. I, oh. I couldn't do it, man. I, I, I really wanted him to be the you guys. Coward. You guys were like, playing right, gay no, chicken, and he like, out gay chickened you. <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we were playing gay chicken. And oh, that's amazing. He beat me that's amazing. My own game of gay chicken. Anyways, uh, so I, I, uh, part of it was I was miserable and wanted to take it off. Like when I took it off, it was like I don't even know how to. I, it's, I guess the was best it like equivalent is just. When like you've when you've had something stuck in between your out. teeth for like forever and you finally oh, it get was it. Way, yeah, but it was way more satisfying. Oh. It was way more satisfying because uh gosh, I can't even think of like a, a it was just awful, man. Hmm. It was just bad. I like again, I'm glad I experienced it because now it's another <laughs> thing I can say I did. Not that life experience. You need to say that, but like I yeah. but I but I have a good reason. Like you can't say, Well, I wore a woman's thong one day, but here's why. Unless you have a really good story yeah. to back it up, and now I have that, yeah. you know, like I, you couldn't be like, well, no, 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 bro, it's not like yeah. that. My buddy dared me, you know. Even that's not enough, like, bro, that's a little, like, you still put on a woman's song. But if you're like, dude, my best friend got married, we had a competition, we all agreed that the loser was going to wear it the day of the wedding. I lost. I, yeah. You know, what do you do? That's great. So, all right, my last question about that then is, how gross was that thong by the time you took it off? Okay. So here is here's uh-huh. the thing about that. So my wife knew that I that she knew the whole thing, and I had to you know explain to her the night of <laughs> that I was going to be wearing this frilly pink lacy thong with the yep. leopard print on the crotch. Anyways, and also why so you would be bring it bringing it back home. with you in your luggage. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's where that's where we're headed. So I come back home. I wake up early that morning because, uh, or I wake up at some point. I got in. We got in at like you know late midnight, one a.m. to a.m. So we go straight to bed. I get up, and of course mm-hmm. the first thing I do is laundry. So I do a load of laundry, and Casey's taking everything out of the dryer, and it's all of my normal clothes <laughs> and the stuff. So Casey washed it. Which listen. <coughs> okay. Okay. Let, no, I washed it. I washed it. I, I did the laundry. Okay. Did, but, I gotcha. she, but she was taking the stuff out. And she, but I have, it seems weird. She's like, why, why are you doing this thong with the rest of your clothes? Which it, here's, it, it only makes sense. I'm, I'm not going sure. to get rid of it because at this point it's, you can't. It's a piece of history. It will forever be the thong that you wore. Yeah. Your best buddy gets married. You wore a thong the whole day. Like that's an insane, every picture and video that you look at forever will be like, that's the you're we that's, can't see it, but you're that's my that favorite right thing. That I was I was gonna bring that up. Like, so Cecilia and I got back some previews earlier, and then we actually got all of our wedding photos back today. So we looked we looked through them just before we jumped oh. on the podcast, and I thought to myself several times while we were looking at the photos. Tyler's wearing a thong in that picture. Tyler's wearing a thong in that picture. <laughs> uh, that one too. That one too. I I never and I didn't ch- look. I didn't cheat. I didn't take it off. I didn't. I didn't like. There was talk. There was no like, chance. The string. Nah. Well, yeah, you're right. But I, I stayed true to the rules. Anyways, but uh, so here's the thing. Like, I had to keep it. If I'm gonna keep it, I'm obviously not washing it to wear it again. But I'm not. You don't. Nobody wants that thing 
unwashed. Right. It went through the ringer. <laughs> it deserved a good <laughs> Tide and a fabric softener. Oh, my God. Like, if for no one else, for the thumb. I can't. Let it have a... I'm not even... Like, this isn't even a knock against you. I just can't imagine... If anybody, if it was on me... I can't imagine how nasty that thing was by the end of the night. Like, oh, I mean, it, dude, yeah, it's going places that that going places on a man's really, body, on a man's body that you got to be real, real freaky yep. to get up in. Yeah, and if you are, <laughs> you know, by all means, I guess go for it. Yeah, sure. But it it gets interesting in those places in a man's body real quick, and if something sits in there for a solid 14 hours and things are sweaty and moving around it begins to get tainted if you will yeah (laughs) nice nice (laughs) um anyways so i uh i have it now in my underwear drawer (laughs) because like i don't i okay i i feel weird about casey wearing it like i i just do it's it's, that would that's a little strange because I bought it. Yeah, like that's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, and then I have to explain that to people. Right. And it's a whole other thing. Yeah. No, I. My thing is, I. Um, it's not even that. It's just like it's just it's like it belongs in the Smithsonian of my heart. Like it's just an iconic. That's piece such a great that, turn of phrase. Yeah, it's just a piece that needs to just stay locked away, and uh, it's like you can't get rid of it, but you can't do anything but just hang on. Yeah. So I keep it in my pocket everywhere I go. That's awesome. I, that's all I wanted. <laughs> Again, you went, I think you went too far. <laughs> uh, no, I, but it's, um, I'll tell you, man, that, wow, we did a good job, I feel like, of segueing all the way through to the, where we left off. Yeah. But um, that made the memory for me. That, that whole weekend was great. I'll tell you, man, I've, I've and I'm going to offend someone, I'm sure, that listens to this podcast because I've been in weddings and best man in weddings. And I'll tell you, um, that's not the reason I'm telling you this. It, it was just the most amazing wedding that I've been part of. Like start to finish, it was so good. The venue was good. The re- even the rehearsal was really awesome. The rehearsal dinner was great. The the bachelor party, which I, in my opinion, and it was it's your opinion that matters. In my opinion, that bachelor party was exactly what you it needed. As the bachelor. It absolutely was. Like, that bachelor party was exactly what I wanted it to be. It was, it was so much so fun. It was so cool, man. Like, it was so cool. The guys, I, th- I, I feel like the guys had is, a lot of fun. This is going to sound, this is going to offend someone too. After doing that bachelor party, I can't believe guys go out and get drunk and get lap dances from naked chicks. And yeah. I, I, the reason I say that is because, like, that's fine. If that's your thing, do it. But do it some other time because that, and the intimacy of that whole experience was even as just a kind of a bystander a participant was so freaking cool it was great it was a lot of fun it was really intense because there was a lot at stake like everybody was just meeting each other so we're making our we're still making our intros while we're trying to uh up one another for this some of you hour this it was eight hours too it was it wasn't a yeah it was it it was was an eight hour stretch it was a decathlon or whatever you call it i mean it was it was just some of you, Man. a couple of you met each other for the first time in person and within hours were twerking in front of one another. Sure. Dude, that's the least. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, it was great. Like, I've, I, so I feel like I've never seen friendships grow oh, the singing, so fast. The singing was. 
oh, ever yeah. before. I mean, that there, I'm sure there's like some human psychology stuff that went down there that was probably pretty, yeah. pretty cool. But the singing part, I mean, and I, I like to sing, but the intensity of being in a room with people you just met a few hours ago, yep. literally three hours ago, and the game is you've got to sing the song that you've been handed for 30 seconds. To the best no of your sound. ability. You, the only sound in that room is your voice. Right. That's tough. That is that's that was so I mean, we've talked about it before. I like singing too. I I sing a lot and I've sang in front of people like thousands of people at a time a few times, but like I don't think I've ever been as nervous to sing as I was in that room when we did it. I don't, I don't think I have either. I was I was literally I was shaking, I think. Like and I've sung in front of of yeah. thousands of people, yeah. so have you. It was. I that was, was crazy. So so nervous that I was. I was like. I was. My heart was beating. I was shaking. Yep. My voice was shaking a little. Oh, I don't know. Like John told me the places. By the way, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Oh, okay. You and I. You and I got. Oh, maybe he did. Maybe he shared that part with everybody. I don't remember now. But you took the singing. You took the singing. Contest. I I do remember that he told me I got first. Yeah, you took the singing contest. Yeah. So man, and I didn't do. I didn't do two shots. That was that was my best score. Yeah, I everything everything was downhill, <laughs> except for the handstand. I surprisingly had a uh, longer yeah. handstand. I had know. such a short handstand. <laughs> um, too. I can't believe. That. Oh my gosh, it was a good time. Yeah, it was. It was great. so much fun. I I wouldn't honestly, man. I wouldn't change a thing. I feel like, like I, if I if I had a time machine, I would be super jealous if somebody else wore the thong. <laughs> like I know that sounds it sounds really weird. But only because a, I wouldn't want to go back and change one detail. Yeah, of that it's weekend. a very distinguishing attribute for a person to have for the entirety of the wedding day. It's just like yeah, it's a well, funny I, little like in joke that only a few people know, and it's hilarious. Yeah, I, I I really didn't want at the time. Again, I'm speaking in hindsight, which is completely different than how I felt in the moment. I was very upset. I was upset. The, I was like sick to my stomach. I didn't eat that morning because I had to go put on a thong. <laughs> I was so disgusted. And if you're listening and you're like, you're a dude and you're into thongs like that, it's offensive. You're crazy. Don't, well, don't be offended if somebody else is not into thongs. Like be into thongs if you want to be into thongs. But like Tyler's not no, into thongs. I, that's what I'm that's saying. That's okay. Don't. They're awful. <laughs> awful. You've got... If All right, we we just switched roles right now. <laughs> if you've got the male anatomy and you're doing the thong thing, I, maybe maybe a man's thong would be different. <laughs> maybe it would be more comfortable and supportive. I'm sure that's got to be the case because I was wearing. A it's definitely up. a women's thong. It's not made to and hold. It was like it, everything it was holding. It was. Anyways, we won't go on. It, yeah. it was good. So th- that's for so me, great. In summation, because we've we've gone on here in summation. I will say. I'm sure we're going to we're going to cover some other little things, some little tidbits are going to trickle in well, I'm sure naturally. J- like before we close, we should we should cover the reception real quick. Oh, dude, I totally Okay, yeah, all I was going to say, let me say I'll finish this thought and then we'll yeah, we'll definitely do the reception. I was going to say for me, start to finish watching everybody else around there. It wasn't just me having a great weekend. Like you guys literally managed to not only give yourself give yourselves the perfect wedding day and the perfect weekend. From my perspective anyways. But it looked like you managed to take everybody involved in the whole experience and give them one of the best weekends ever, too, which is – that's the coolest part. Because at the end, a lot of times it's like, well, the bride and groom are happy, but this sucked. I had to do this, and I had to do this, and this was awful. Yeah. Like, dude, it was, it was like a mini vacation. It looked like from 
just looking around and people watching the whole weekend. It looked like a mini vacation for everybody involved. Even the photographers were having fun. Like it just was like a good. You're just you guys just freaking killed it, man. Well, thanks, man. I, it was so it was so good. I really appreciate. And that. I know that's. I'm only telling you that. That's not even for the listeners as much as you, because I know like you care. Like you're not that selfish. Like you also care how other people perceived and how they felt. So I'm just letting you know, like as a participant in your whole weekend, that it it seemed to me that all of us were just we were just right there with you well, in, the, that, in the good times. I so that I was, mean it was a good time. I was okay, hoping all right, for let's that. talk about the reception. I was, I was hoping everybody was gonna have a good time. Yeah, you it seriously, man, it was so good. Usually there's like people are kind of fighting or they're stressed or running around. Like it just felt like so easy everything was just so happy and fluffy and i'm sure leading up to that weekend wasn't like that you guys had a lot to do obviously but that weekend it showed that you guys were like prepared and letting loose and ready well, to roll it. it was so good i so all good. the credit goes oh, to so cecilia good. for planning everything because I, I really did barely anything but yeah she then she nailed it yeah just way to go kudos okay all right reception all right so the reception was great so you guys entered Dude, I will say the only thing I bought, we entered with lightsabers, which was genius. Yes. Because it was kind of a star. Yeah. And we came in to, to like a, the Cantina song from the, Star Wars. To the Cantina song, except it had been beefed up a little bit. It was kind of the... Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it was awesome. So that's the only thing I botched. Me and Anna, she's who I walked... Uh, she's a uh, maid of honor. She was the... Yeah, the matron of honor. Matron of honor. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the one. Um, so... We did everything so well. Anna and I, we really like clicked. We did our jobs. The whole... You know, everything was good. We had we had planned. Did you actually see our little lightsaber thing we did? Because we sucked. I, I couldn't see it. We, we, we had see choreographed it to go in there and do this cool little like I'm sure it's on video somewhere. But we had choreographed to go in there and do this little thing, this little like hit hit spin. She was gonna stab me, and it was gonna be this whole thing, dude. Like we went out there, and like we just forgot. What I don't know what happened. We like smacked the <laughs> swords together, and we just stopped, and then laughed and walked away. It was super, <laughs> super awkward, and uh, well, there is a photo of you guys in your entrance, and it it actually looks pretty cool. You guys are doing oh okay a pretty decent job. So at least the photo speaks good. Well, well then the photographer is absolutely fantastic because it was extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so that was that was getting to getting to walk into a room with a lightsaber and like, and then of course just to finish the picture for everybody, we held them over our heads and created what's that called again? The Brit. Um, uh, like a sword arch, whatever you yeah, want to call it. Yeah, br- archway bridge yeah. thing. And then you guys then came in and walked under it. Cecilia and I entered to an EDM version of uh, the Imperial March. Oh, it was so cool. Um, and then what'd you do? So what'd you do? What'd you do, what'd you do when you came in? And then in? We, we walked under the lightsaber arch, and it was amazing. And we were, like, doing the white yeah, people. Yeah, you were doing you know, them like, while you were dancing. Hand pump up in the air. The white people dance. Uh, so it was great. It was so good. And then... Um, Cecilia and I cut cake. We did first dance of Cecilia and I's, Cecilia's and my first dance, Cecilia's and her dad's first dance. Which y'all crushed. Um, we just did the awkward, like, prom two-step, uh, the whole time. So good. Because I can't dance. Um, Cecilia's got some moves, but, so we just did that. And then, yeah, it was just, like, eating, um... Charlie Virgo played. Yeah, he did. And they fucking killed he it. It was great. Uh, cool Sean and Sean are amazing. Fucking love those guys. Um, he, I'll, I'll break it here. Go for it. Breaking Do news, it. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sean has agreed to be on the podcast. 
um, at some That's point crazy. in the near future, which I'm really, really excited about. So and cool. not only that, like it warms my heart that he seemed genuinely excited. He did. To be on he the seemed, podcast. He he is is a, a great musician. He's great at his craft. And then he seemed genuinely honored when we brought up wanting to have him on the podcast. Yeah. He literally looked elated. Like he like it yeah. made his night. <laughs> which made me feel great. Oh, like me all, too. I, I mean, was extremely humbling, man. It was really cool. Like one of the things I wanted to come from that whole weekend was like to make a new friend in Sean. Um, cause he already seemed like a cool guy. Like we had been messaging back and forth and we'd done like a Skype call yeah. to like get ready <clears throat> for the wedding. He's such a nice guy. And then like, I went and saw him play in Chicago, uh, the Thursday night before the wedding. Um, cause he was like, he built a tour around our reception, which is also really cool. Um, so like we were talking a little bit there. He seemed like a really cool guy. So I was like the whole time I was like, man, I just like, I hope Sean and I can be friends. Like he's a really cool guy. Like I hope like I make a new friend out of the whole thing. And I think I, I think I have, I think we're friends now. Like we were texting a little bit before Cecilia and I left, um, Monday morning and like, he's just a super cool guy. So I, I think we're friends now, but like he's going to be on the podcast. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, so they fucking crushed it. Charlie Virgo, if you haven't listened to their music, I think I've mentioned them before on the yeah. podcast, but like, he's great. He's so great. Cool. I love his music. It's really hard to pigeonhole his sound, oh. but he calls himself a punk rock Sinatra, which I think is spot on. Okay. So that's interesting. That's, that's listen to his really, music. <laughs> that's actually kind of perfect. Yeah. So if if that interests you at all, Charlie Virgo, look him up on Spotify yeah, he's cool, or man. whatever. They're really, really good. Um. So th- that was that, uh, like pretty pretty normal stuff. Um, you fucking killed your best man speech. Oh, dude, I, that's the uh, other thing. I'm not, I loved I, it. Honestly, that was one of my favorite things. No, was it really? You're just saying, yeah, be dude. Because I no, thought no. about that earlier today, and I was I thought of like it's one of those things that it is what it is. But I just feel like I could have. There's so many different things I could have done better. Nah, you you crushed it. I loved it. Like it was. You were right. Like it's exactly. It was exactly you, and it was exactly, like, our relationship. Like, it was perfect. I loved it. Man. It was one of my favorite things. Well, I'm glad, man. I'm um, really glad because my whole thing, that whole weekend, obviously, I was trying to keep it about you, obviously. That's I, obviously, obviously. Anyways, um, that was the thing. I, and I, uh, I didn't I, – I knew you were doing a song for Cecilia because I had originally yeah. thought about doing a song as my best man's speech and just going behind the keys and singing and playing. Which I know you're thinking right oh, now, that would, that would have been pretty kick-ass. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool, But yeah. I didn't know where the whole thing for CC was coming, and I didn't want to, like, I, I didn't, I just wanted to be careful with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I I didn't know if it was yeah. like, he's going to give a best man speech, and then Josh is going to come up and say some kind words to Cecilia, and then it's like, well, you know. Right. So I, I but I didn't want to tell you, I, like, it, so I didn't even do it. I just was like, you know what, instead, like, I didn't want to write out this whole speech because that's not me. I was like, I'm going to just think of a few things beforehand and then go just let my – kind of like the podcast, honestly, man. Like, that's how I was thinking about it. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go up there, like, just just say the things like it's just Josh and I in the room, which I couldn't say them exactly like it was just you and me because you know, your pastor was there. So. There were other people present, yeah. <laughs> but. No, but it was um, – no, I appreciate you saying no, that. No, it was perfect. I was really – I felt I that was one of those things I just didn't feel like I – I killed it, but that's okay. Cause if I, it was perfect. You know, if I had written a script and then followed it word for word and felt like I crushed it, it may not have come off as genuine, and that's not a good trade off, anyways. So, yeah, it probably wouldn't have felt natural if you did no. that. I thought it was perfect. Oh, that's all that matters. Um, Cecilia liked it too. So well, who cares? It was. It was, uh, it was uh, I'm just kidding. It was for 
for both you guys. <laughs> I was I was like, oh, oh okay, all right. That's the thing too. Like, uh, I, I'll just I, tell like, Cecilia I, not to listen to this episode. I also felt bad. Like, I felt like I didn't give Cecilia enough. But then I also wanted to be careful because Anna just talked about Cecilia. So yeah, anyways, it was good. It was fine. It's it fine. Was, yeah, it was it's great. Fine. Anna it's did good. a great job on her Matron of Honor speech too. She did. It was um, good. Really, really good. She so, was actually tough to follow, to be honest, because she was those. She, well, she was super prepared. She was so prepared, man. But that's her. She's she's kind of a, she's a school teacher. She's a very organized. Oh, person, is she okay? So well, that makes I mean. Um. So that was really great. Uh, like I loved those. Um. And like, every just everybody at the reception was really really fun. Like everything was really cool. And then, um, so after all that, like after we ate, Charlie Virgo played, um, who was also tough to follow. Uh, but our band took the stage and we played some '90s hits. Dude, um, we, I we I botched it. a lot of the lyrics. Yeah, but it was late. That's the one thing that I'm embarrassed it was about. Late in the reception, there was an open bar, so. People were people yeah. were, were pretty understanding. Although according point. to the bar tab, people didn't drink quite as much as we expected them to. Yeah, that's what. Well, people didn't drink near as much we as we expected. Yeah, them I was to. talking to the bartender later in the night, and she's like, "Man, this is not a." Uh, she said something like that to me. She said something about how people weren't people weren't. I like, we really expected her, it to people be weren't keeping her much busy more. I I mean myself, I'll speak for myself. I had three old fashions that night, like just myself. Yeah. So I figured everybody else was like drinking it up too uh and apparently not yeah. which is fine because that was less money sure. for us but <laughs> um so yeah we played some 90s hits uh we took a little break um i went and pra- did a final run through practice on the song that i wrote for cecilia um which uh shout out to john miklasovic it thick or vich okay i thought it was thick it is uh shout out to sean john sean John Miklasovic, our bassist uh, for our band, for helping me uh, with that song, with some of the the chording and progression and stuff like that. So um, I did a final practice run through uh, in the studio at the venue for that and then came back out. We did the second half of our set leading off with that. Um, Fantastic. So good. I... I I at least didn't screw that no, one up, which I was. You crushed it, man. I was happy. About. It sounded like, honestly, man, like even live, it sounded like, <laughs> like a radio. Just, I told you ah. that, and I, you know, I'm being honest because I told you that that night too. Like, I, I, that's not yeah. something I'm just saying for the podcast. It was so good. You should. Well, thanks, you do need to record that. I'm sure you've thought that already. I, I intend to. You know, the one thing that I'm really sad about is I think our videographer left before that. Oh no. Um, and he even checked in with me before he left and I was just so out of it that I didn't think to tell him to stay for it. So I don't think we have video of that. So we're not going to see it on vivo. I'll put it out. If, if anybody listening to this was there and have video, um, I would love for you to send me the video that you have of it. Cause I don't think we have any video, which that's the one thing that I'm sad about from the reception. But, um, so yeah, I, I wrote a song and played a song for Cecilia called a song for Cecilia. Uh, and then we, we finished out our set. Um, and that was a lot of fun that I think that's that my favorite time playing with our that band was for me, even that was so great. Yeah. That was like the ultimate cherry on top of already great weekend is when your band, yeah. your band goes up like, dude, people were dancing and singing and 
They seem like they were having fun. It was fun. such a cool time. The stage was set literally like you you know, it's it's a venue <laughs> where bands play. There was lighting and fog machines and it was a whole dude, it was yeah. so cool, man. It was so awesome. It felt good. It was a very good time. It was fun. Uh and then that was pretty much it. Yeah. Like we, you know, like we told the people, you know, like hey, you guys can hang out, keep dancing, do your thing and so people were just like at that point there was uh like mini pizzas so people were eating pizzas yeah, and like that was fun. drinks and just kind of hanging out and like taking pictures at the photo booth and so it was a good time it was a good time yeah dude i i thought again i said it so many times the last time i'll say it so perfect just everything if i were you and if i were you i would just have been so tickled that it got off that e- that that just so good i was really happy with it yeah. we both were like we and we were even talking about it today. Like we looked at the pictures and like, even like the little annoyances of fucking Kirby at the rehearsal <laughs> and all that. Like, we'll we'll come back to that because we've already taken long enough to like talk about the wedding. But like, the the coordinator at the venue was an awful person. But anyway, like even given that annoyance, <laughs> like we were both so Lectern. so happy with everything. Uh, um, I'm sorry. It was it was really yeah great. man. It was good. So I was happy with it and. and- and Cecilia and I were like out of the reception and back at our hotel room well before midnight. I think by 11. Really? Dude, like, yeah, like people filtered out of the venue so early. We had the venue till midnight uh-huh. and like we left at like 10. People were like, they were like cleaning up around 10 10 30 that's crazy it, it, honestly though it was it, great it, it seemed later. like such a longer night than that it felt later to me but it was it was great like we we fucking went hard and partied so long it felt like yeah and we were still out of there like by like 10 10 30 it was it was, it was th- and even that's cool because you go too long and ends up being you end up having like these you know nightmare stories that come around you know, nothing good happens after midnight anyways right it's like how i met your mother <laughs> yeah. reference uh, yeah <laughs> but um so it, it the whole i just i love the whole day and like even like even now like talking about it i haven't we haven't cecilia and i have like talked about it but we haven't talked through the entire day but like it's just fucking great it was such a great day dude it was i'm good we're married and you're married and that's what i what i told you the day before was like no matter what happens like or yeah that was the day before it was the rehearsal like dude it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. like it could be the like everything can go wrong. You're going to be just as married. It doesn't matter. You're with the person you love. Like, like that's what I told myself when I got married. And the thing about it is the only thing that tops that is when everything goes perfectly. And like I said, you've created a perfect weekend for not just yourselves, but everybody that's traveled to Chicago for this wedding. And you did that. So then you walk away with now, and now you can say there's no pressure because it's done, but then you, then you get to walk away with everything went up just so perfectly, you know, and, we're married, so uh, yes, yeah, it was. I'm happy so with good, it, man. You should be. <laughs> and the the pictures are really, really good. I'm really excited. So to see the pictures. we'll probably share some of those too. Yeah, I'll send I'll send some your way. Good. Um, I'm sure eventually, but like, yeah, it was it's really great. Honeymoon was awesome. Uh, we're super fucking married, <laughs> and I don't have my luggage. Well, we'll yeah. Well, we're gonna check in <laughs> next week. <laughs> we'll check in on all that stuff. So to see if we're still married. See if you're still married. See if you've got your luggage. See if I got my luggage. Uh, those are going to be the top two. Oh, oh! I should throw this out there. Um, my wife Casey is within two to three weeks of having a child. 
she's super fucking pregnant. She's so pregnant. <laughs> uh, so she actually, during the podcast, I'll go ahead and throw this out there. It's almost 11 at night. She left. Yeah, a, we've been podcasting for almost two hours. She left a bit ago to go uh, get some pancakes because she had a random craving for pancakes. So when I get uh-huh. off here, I'm going to go make some kick-ass pancakes. Uh, oh, right on. I ha- well, I should let you get to I that. I have to participate in that. I mean, obviously, like, she can't eat pancakes alone. Yeah, obviously. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so I'm putting that out there because that is going to, uh, it will or it won't affect our schedule here the next few weeks because it's any, any, any it, day. Who knows? Tyler, I'm, I'm going to say right now it absolutely will. And I'm totally fine Are with that. Are you sure, though? You're a, you're about to be a new dad again, and you got to take whatever time you need I'm, to take. I'm going to be a that. new dad again. I'm, yeah. I'm a dad again. A dad again. A dadman. A dadman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a new, a new dadman. Yeah. Uh, so you man, you got to take whatever time you need for that. We got to talk more. We got to talk more about. Uh, yeah, man. It, we, you know, we, you know what I think this calls for. I think this calls for at some point down the line, a groomsman edition. Oh, that'd be great. Of the podcast. Awesome. I'd I'd love to get those guys back together and like do an episode. Better yet, we do it in person. That would also be great. <laughs> That's pretty far fetched. Probably less. Pro- <laughs> it's less probable, but maybe uh, you great. you could do like you could totally do like a, a one year later thing though, like a weekend. Let's do a groomsman reunion. A groomsman reunion, like a year later, not exactly a year, because you're gonna probably want to do something for your one year wedding anniversary. But we're probably gonna be celebrating our anniversary, but like well, maybe somewhere close to I that. I was gonna say like within a few weeks, because you're you're already living there. I mean, I can we can we can make it happen. Yeah, we can make it happen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um, but you're right. Yeah, it was it was great. I I loved the group of guys and I I loved everything about it. It was it was wonderful. Well, I'm happy for you. So guys. that's where I am. That is filling everyone in on the last two weeks of my life. We haven't uploaded an episode in a while, and I'm sorry, but fuck off if you're mad because <laughs> I was getting married. Um. So the good news, I don't the, care the, if you're mad. The good news that's is why. we have things have normalized <laughs> now. It looks yeah. like. And uh, yes, yeah, and we've got some. We've Tyler, I'm going to commit us. I'm going to commit us right now to laying out at least some preliminary plans for rebra- rebranding the podcast on the next episode. Okay, I like it. So the next time we record, we're going to lay out at least the preliminaries of how it's going to work, um, how we're going to let listeners be involved in that process, and we're going to get that ball rolling. Well, you and I are going to talk some this week. <laughs> yes we have put a because we like we we, we we have some ideas but yeah we made the announcement and then it was basically time for you to start really diving into wedding planning and we we decided to right. put a pen in it now yeah we can move on to that chapter we're, even though again we're taking that pin out and we are fucking dealing with it dealing with it dwi people are dealing with things now and we're a couple of those people that's right that is right. Uh, okay, if we go now, we can keep it under <laughs> two hours, and people will be like, "Oh, this isn't a two-hour podcast." I'll listen. I'm gonna keep us on here until, until we hit two hours. two hours. Yeah. Um, now well, we'll see how pancake, it happens. My I'll, I'll start my wife, outro right now. My pancake craving wife doesn't love that plan. She's very excited. <laughs> Sorry, Casey. I'm gonna let Tyler go right now. All right, everybody. <laughs> fucking love you guys thank you for listening i'm so happy that you listened i'm so happy that i'm married i'm so happy tyler was my best man and i'm so happy that everything went so well so thank you for listening i'm so happy that cecilia is my wife good good um 
So thank you for listening. Uh, I would love for you guys to get a hold of us and talk to us. I ask all the time and I'm going to keep asking because I love it when you guys reach out and talk to us about anything you want to talk about. Um, we have an email address. It's here's the thinkcast at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash here's the thinkcast. SoundCloud.com slash here's the thinkcast. Don't worry about Twitter. Um, this is all probably going to be an intro. Also, if I intro this episode, I'm not going to intro this episode because it's already a two hour episode. Uh, so there you go. Um, thank you for listening until next week. Same time, same place, all that good stuff. See you later. Deuces.